0: We've been cruising right along Caregiver SOS on air. So Dr. Jamie Heisman joins us at the end of each of our Caregiver SOS shows along with uh, Carol Zerniel, our co-host, and uh, I'm Ron Aaron. Dr. Jamie, it's that time of year uh, when people start talking about the holidays, I can't believe... The uh, holiday ads, Christmas ads already are airing. Uh, Somebody posted a picture on on Facebook the other day uh, which said, for every Christmas light that's lighted before Thanksgiving, an elf kills a baby deer.
1: The season
0: has begun.
1: Wow, that was
0: optimistic. The season has begun, and uh, Carol was asking, well, why don't you go ahead and ask well, it?
1: Well, you know, so you hear about holiday blues. It's a very common topic. So fact or fiction, Jamie, is there such a thing as holiday blues?
2: Well, there are uh, and there is both the actual phenomenon of holiday blues is exactly what Ron just described just now. You know the commercial world has absolutely no empathy for the psychological world, right? So they start Christmas or they'll start you know whatever holiday Thanksgiving as early as possible to make as many sales as possible. But it literally is a trigger and a cue for what you're describing, Carol, called the holiday blues.
0: And what are the symptoms? Well, the
2: holiday blues is just like any blues. You know, these kind of um, holidays, events, sentinel events, benchmarks, they trigger things within us. They trigger memories. They trigger ideas. They trigger, you know, experiences. All these things can be a true, if you will, a landmine that we step on if we haven't, like, have enough in our self-care reserve. So the holiday blues can be about getting low, getting depressed, Certainly right now in the Midwest or in the north, you see it's very cold and so you already have what's known as seasonal affective disorder or darkness ensuing and you're feeling depression occurring. You know, Christmas and Thanksgiving is no different.
1: But you know, with all the holidays are about joyful things and cheerful and getting together. How in the world could anybody feel blue at such a joyful time?
2: Well I'm gonna have you like take a deep breath, Carol, close your eyes. I'm going to have you go back to your childhood. I'm going to have you sitting around the table with Aunt Harry, and I mean, excuse me, Aunt Harry. Yes, excuse me. Well, it
0: could be Aunt could Harry. Be Aunt Harry yeah. After the surgery, she became Aunt Harry. <laughs>
2: and Vivian, Mom and Dad, sister, um, the entire extended family. You have, you know, Uncle Joe over there. As we see the Saturday Night Live, is probably drinking. And 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 to be frank with you, it's an experience of normally biological family triggering. And so when we meet our biological family in these time periods, we call it the holidays, which is H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E, we have these triggers come back, and then we kind of go back to the child, if you will, and if we haven't done work on that child. Uh, no doubt we're going to recreate the drama.
1: So what you're talking about is you know, we have all of these memories of holidays past, good and bad. Um, it might be that we have really good memories. They were so idyllic and like we were – we're just talking about you have a, a family member who now has Alzheimer's. Um, maybe they don't know it's Christmas. Uh, they don't feel like decorating. There's, maybe their mom's not baking cookies anymore, and that was what really told you it was the holidays. So that can be a shock The you oh, no know, doubt. when that fact, happens.
2: It is, Carol. And the holidays, to me, is the most perfect time for caregivers to look at transforming themselves in terms of their own boundaries. Because... You know, you really have to prioritize and realize you're going to, quote, unquote, disappoint others. You cannot be a hero. You can't be Superman. And you must understand you have to put things first. So if mom or dad has Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or any cognitive impairment, you have to plan ahead for that. And the first thing I would do is literally try, and this is very easier said than done, but detach from negative energy.
0: What does that mean?
2: Well, that makes you know sense. What I just said about we have cues and triggers in our lives, and sometimes certain people are those triggers and cues. And let's say, like Carol says, mom or dad has Alzheimer's or dementia, then we have to you know keep it simple, you know, kiss. And and in doing that, we really have to plan ahead. And planning ahead means that we're going to have to have boundaries because we're probably going to have to say no to, to people, and we're not really used to saying no without feeling guilty. Um, So, therefore, that's what I mean about setting boundaries. The holidays is the perfect time. Less is more.
1: Well, and I think what you said is very important because we tend to think that we need to have this, you know, frantic energy. We've got to watch this movie and drink these drinks and eat these things and open these presents and do all of these different things where, you know, as the family situation has changed, It takes a lot of energy and people who are not well physically or people who have cognitive impairment, their energy is lower and too much stimulation, too much doing. You know, it's quality, not quantity. And so planning maybe a nice meal that doesn't last any longer than two hours. You know, maybe that's going to be the big activity of the day instead of this long, drawn out, day long drama um, that you normally would have.
2: It is, and and I, I'd have the ambiance set. I would have, you know, soothing light. I'd have soothing music. If you can actually find times to breathe and say, I would do that as well. Um, I Also, if you will, I'd ask a friend, a spouse, or anybody to do things that you cannot do or don't want to do. In fact, delegation may be the most important thing anybody could do during the holidays.
0: Well, that's a good idea for caregivers in general, if you learn to delegate and share uh, the, the duties and obligations, uh, you may reduce your stress.
2: Precisely. And, you know, we tend to do so much, Ron. I mean, perfectionism is the cancer of the caregiver's soul. And we really do put on that super cape and, and go out there and, and set the tables and get the lights out and get all the food we can and make sure we get everybody invited to our party. And in doing so, what we we tend to do uh, we, we tend to n- not just do our best, and we're always going to be let down, remembering that expectations are usually the seeds of resentment.
0: Now, if you know that holiday blues I- is real, uh, you can try to preempt it, can you not?
2: I always believe you can, but you guys hear me as a one-trick pony constantly saying that <laughs> message. I believe that you should have therapy. This is the ideal time where if emotions get triggered uh, you need a place to process them, somebody who understands your history, a safe place, a confidential place. To me, that's number one. Number two, I believe a caregiver, most importantly at this time of year, needs to be in the support group. Don't you, Carol? Doesn't it set the tone for, like, that new family that you can actually bounce things off of?
1: Now, I was thinking if you all got therapy one time of year, right before the holidays, would be the perfect place to go and talk to your therapist and get all of your concerns and fears, um, all of that out there and talk it through so that in your head you have kind of have a plan and you've gone through the scenarios in your head and, and I really think that helps and the support group, what a great time to meet some new people to carry you over into the new year after the holidays so support group is good anytime Now for the
0: uh, Caregiver SOS teleconnection uh, you have a support group already in place
2: Oh there you go Ron, tell us about it Carol That he's ideally on point
1: Well, so the Caregiver teleconnection every month we have a Phone calls with uh, experts and with, you know, that caregivers would be interested in. And in the month of December, we're talking about developing a plan for the future one week. The next week, we're talking about caregiver anxiety and depression. So if you're feeling that. And then we're going to close out December with talking with one of our favorite podiatrists um, about foot problems, which may not sound very much like the holidays, but. You know, any time is a good time, as we've discussed in the past, to take care of your health, especially if you have diabetes. Well, if
0: your dogs are barking, you can't get around very well.
1: No, that's right. So, anyway, the teleconnection is free. All of the Caregiver SOS services are free. Go to caregiversos.org and find out, you know, some services that might interest you and your family.
0: Jamie, you also reach a point in in some families where uh, you just can't do the holiday thing anymore. And... Uh, is it okay and is it acceptable for for mom and, and dad to say to the kids and the relatives, you know, we really can't do this this year. Can we go out somewhere as a family?
2: You know, Ron, I think that's actually the healthiest response. It's interesting how you use the care receiver or a loved one in making that healthy response. Possibly they're the ones with the chronic illness. but. I believe a care receiver or a loved one, in the case what you're describing, or a caregiver, if they said those words, if they got to their heart and they got to their memories and they got to their triggers and it was holiday time and said, look, we just can't do this anymore or can't do it this year, let's go out, that's about the healthiest response somebody could hear. So yes, yes and yes.
0: Carol, you're going to get the last word this uh, take 10.
1: Well, holiday blues, it does happen, and I think that Jamie has been – really articulate about saying plan in advance, take some extra time, you know, do something different this year if you need to, but don't ignore the holiday blues or you're going to find yourself really feeling blue during the holidays.
0: And this might be a pretty good Take 10 to share with folks. You can hear it in a couple of ways. One is on the podcast for this show on Caregiver SOS on air, and we are soon to be unveiling standalone Take 10 podcasts, and you'll be able to pick this one up as well. Jamie, as always, thank you so much.
2: Oh, it's a pleasure. Happy holidays, guys. Plan ahead.
0: <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, Jamie. And Carol Zernio, thank you. Caregiver SOS on air comes to you on 930 AM. The answer for Carol and Jamie, I'm Ron Aaron. And a special thank you again to Nina Duran for sharing the story of her family and her dad's journey with Alzheimer's. We will talk with you again soon. How about next Sunday at 6 on 930 AM? The answer.